You are listening to I Can't Wait to Tell You with Casey Edward, episode 42. Welcome to I Can't Wait to Tell You, a podcast I created to share with you my knowledge, stories, and experiences on spirituality, food, health, mindset, and on life in general. My goal is to tell you everything I wish I had known when I decided to take control of my reality and start living the life of my dreams. We all deserve to make some magic, so let's jump right in because there are so many things I can't wait to tell you. Hi friends, welcome back to the show. Thank you as always for tuning in. I am your host, Casey. And on today's episode, I decided I wanted to talk about my top tips for anyone who wants to become an entrepreneur or a business owner or leave their full-time job. I, when I left full-time nannying and made the leap to solely running my business full-time, I... Wish I had known a few of these things beforehand, but I'm glad that I experienced them so I could share with you. But yeah, I wrote a blog post on this a while ago, but I figured it would be a really great episode going into the new year because I know a lot of people going to the new year are like, you know what? It's my time. Let's do this. I'm going to leave my job. I'm ready. And you are ready. So these are just some extra tools to have in your tool belt to prepare for starting on your own, which is so exciting. And so before we get into the episode, I just figured I would update you guys on where I am currently and what's going on. So it is December 27th, two days after Christmas, and I am in our new apartment and still just kind of sitting here looking around like, is this real life? (laughs) Like, I just... I don't know. I go to bed with it snowing and I can see the mountains and I wake up in our beautiful apartment. And so Lindsay went home for Christmas and will be gone until after New Year's. So I've been having a lot of time to myself. I spent Christmas with her family, which was lovely. And I'm really grateful for this time because I think that I needed and I still need and I'm really cherishing my time to go inwards and to meditate more and to journal and to take a really hard look at myself and what's going on and to separate from my ego. And so it's been beautiful. It's been lovely. I love alone time, um, but I also do work part-time at Orange Theory, which is something we'll get to in the episode. But yeah, right now I'm just chilling in Colorado and loving life and letting things flow or attempting to. I have resistance just like we all do. So This time to myself is addressing the resistance and going really deep inwards and doing yoga and holding the poses and seeing what I need to let go of physically and emotionally. And so yeah, just in case you were wondering what I'm doing right now, (laughs) that is where I'm at. So without further ado, let's jump right into my list of top tips for entrepreneurs. Number one, have a part-time job or a volunteer gig, or something that will take up some of your time. And you might be thinking, well, the whole point of having my business and being an entrepreneur is not to have to work for someone else. So why would I want another job? But let me just tell you that when you have all day, every day, it can be 
it could be quite crippling because you go from being around people all day or work, 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 and then you wake up and you're like, oh my God, it's just me. Like, what am I going to do? <laughs> oh my God. And so the quote that goes, the idle mind is the devil's plaything could not be more true. So I am telling you that getting a part-time job is a really great idea because it's nice to be around people. Get a job that you love. So I work part-time at Orange Theory. Some people, for some reason, see this as a step backwards. You know, I left my job and now I'm going to get another part-time job that pays less. Yes, absolutely. Not only because you can build community and be around like-minded people, but also because if you choose the right job, which you should choose a job you love, then it just gets you into alignment and you love being there. I love being in Orange Theory. People are working out. I get to work out for free. It's just so amazing. And also, and this goes along with number two, which is to save up before you quit. So this is a good segue. When you leave your job, you have X amount of money. I did not save very much because I thought I was this money manifest manifesting magician. Wow, I'll say that three times fast. Money manifesting magician. And so I saved a little but not very much. And I was like, well, the money's going to come to me. I'm going to allow it in. But I will say, again, from experience, when there's actually no money coming in, it is hard to believe there is money coming in, right? So to allow money, to be a magnetic attractor for money, you must believe that you are just that, an attractor of money. And for me, my path of least resistance was to actually have money coming in so that I could still instill that belief inside myself. Money's always coming to me. I am abundant. The universe is abundant. That made it easier for me, right? So my path of least resistance was to have a part-time job because then the money still was flowing and that makes it far easier for me. I'm working on still beliefs surrounding money. So for me, it was it's much easier to actually have a paycheck all the time and just be reminded that money is always flowing, right? Does that make sense? Because... If I, you'll hear, you, you'll hear Ricky and I talk, Richie and I talk on his episode about so many people will say, okay, I'm leaving my job with $2,000 and that's what I have for six months. If it runs out, so be it, you know, I'm going to try, I'm going to do my best. And then they pinpoint their focus on the money that they have saved instead of a being like, well, money will always come to me. I have $2,000. That's a lot of money. And B allowing themselves to have a part-time job they love, which will actually attract money, which will make it easier for you to believe that the money is coming. Okay. So having a part-time job is just kind of tenfold. I really truly believe that. Again, get one that you love. If you love yoga, work at a yoga studio. If it's even if it's cleaning up and you get free yoga and you get to be around like yogic minds, cool, right? If you love cars, I don't know, work part-time in a car shop, right? Like do something that's fun where you'll be around people, where you won't be in your head all day and where you will have a paycheck coming. You will have a paycheck coming from your business. Yeah, you will. But it is just sometimes the path of least resistance. So just check in. Will that be your path of least resistance? And number two, like I said, is save up before you quit. So, you know, (laughs) I just really thought that I was in tip top shape for manifesting, but 
once it was all on me, I felt a lot of resistance and pressure. So save up before you leave. If that means you work an extra month, just find your alignment and work an extra month to have an extra few thousand dollars, you know? Again, whatever will be your path of least resistance. I say this all the time, but it's it's so true, right? What will be your path of least resistance? Staying an extra month and making an extra, I don't know, 10K or leaving and then just, again, hyper-focusing on the money that you saved, but being out of alignment because you're stressed about it, right? Where can you find your alignment the easiest, okay? Number three, have a consistent yoga and exercise routine. So aside from movement being vitally important for the health of your physical body, it is crucial, you guys, that you have a workout routine, a movement routine, a yoga routine for your mental state, right? So if that means you have to sign up for classes on Sundays and plan out your week, do it. I know a lot of people who do that. If that means that you go with the flow during the week because you know that you'll get to class, I usually, I like planning mine, but I know I'll get to class or go for a walk. So if I don't, I just go with the flow to see how my body's feeling, then that's that. But Getting out of your head and into your body, moving mindfully, fluidly, right, is so important. And I talk all the time about yoga. You know, you don't have to go to a studio. You can get on your mat and you can breathe. That's yoga. This morning, I just did 30 minutes of just stretching and feeling where I needed to send my breath and intention towards and send love towards. And it's so nice. And you let go of this physical tension, which lets go of emotional resistance. So, you know, of course, movement is just essential. We all know this. Movement is essential. And right now I do Orange Theory. I do yoga. I walk outside. Walking outside in nature is kind of unparalleled. I love every workout. Like Orange Theory is also dope. I love Orange Theory. But something about being in the mountains, being in the trees, you know, trees literally give off chemicals that make us feel better. But anyways, I digress. Have a consistent yoga and movement routine, a mindful movement routine. Number four, have a consistent keyword, consistent meditation practice. I'm not going to should you into meditating, but when I have clients fill out my intake form, do you meditate is on there. Because when you can meditate, and disassociate and separate yourself from the ego and its thoughts and you can observe them, that's where your power is. That's when your inner being, that's when you're the observer, that's when your consciousness. Because your inner being is never feeling bad. So when you're feeling bad, it's because you're not at the same resonance as your inner being. So when you can sit, and you guys, I don't mean, like some people say, (laughs) some people say cleaning is my meditation or doing this is my meditation you know, walking outside is my meditation. And that is cool. But are their thoughts still occurring? When you look at a tree, are you thinking that's lovely? When you're cleaning, are you thinking this feels so good, right? Meditating is sitting in silence and observing. That is all you are doing. And you can do it. It will take a little bit of time to get into a routine. This morning, I (laughs) this morning, I was like, (sighs) <laughs> I was, I, all of these random songs come into my head when I meditate this morning. Literally, I was like, what was it that I was singing? Roasting in a veggie wonderland. I'm not even kidding because I'm excited to roast vegetables this afternoon. So I was creating remixes and then I was like, all right, all right, Kate, bring it back, bring it back. <laughs> so it happens to everyone. But just be the observer, right? Be the observer. And I set an intention before. I meditate, you don't have to, but it's nice. And you just feel your chakras balancing and everything opening up. And 
Meditation, very, very useful in connecting you to source. You are more productive. You have more energy. I just cannot recommend meditation enough, especially if you're going to be doing things on your own, aka like just you and source doing your thing, right? Find that connection. Number five, ask for help. This has been a very big one and a very hard one for me. I am not good at asking for help. Well, I wasn't. Now I'm getting better. I have always been independent. I can do it myself. That's just how I've been growing up. I had to do things a lot on my own and, you know, take care of the family, yada, yada. You will have to ask for help. I can guarantee it. So do it. There, People, by nature, humans love to help other humans. That's actually what we're here for, right? To, to serve others, to serve the greater good. So people love to help. You are not a nuisance by asking someone for help. So reach out. Reach out to a friend on Instagram and say, hey, would you post about this for me? Reach out to someone who's done business who has their own business and say can I buy you lunch I would love to discuss your your plan when you started out how you did everything right ask for help whether it be in your business or just or financially I've had to ask for help financially which again I have never done in my life I've usually been the provider but I've been asking for help a lot and I've been allowing it in ask friends family members even strangers I've reached out to strangers on Instagram strangers reach out to me all the time on Instagram right Listen, listen to what people are saying. Ask them for more details, right? Ask for help. Listen and ask for help. Number six, talk to your loved ones and friends often. Okay, so this might seem really random, but going along with number five, I found out quickly that the necessity to be self-sufficient is silly. Okay. So when I was having a bad day or feeling lost, instead of just kind of sitting in it and crying, I started to turn to friends and family and be really open and honest with what was going on. Hey, this was the kind of day I had. Lindsay would get home and I'd say, babe, this is, this is what happened today. And she'd talk me through it and we'd talk. I would call my mom during the day. I'd call someone. I would text someone. There's always someone, right? DM someone, right? Talk to your loved ones and friends often. You know, that connection. Don't Sometimes it's funny, like when I started my business, it's, I had this idea that I had to just kind of separate myself, like isolate myself to be productive or what have you, but community and connecting and talking to your loved ones, whether it's because you're struggling a little bit mentally or because you're just feeling great, call them, say what's going on, tell them about your business, see how they are, right? Again, just cultivating community. Don't forget about that piece of your soul that needs nourishment. So Talk to your loved ones and friends, okay? You don't always have to get into this mindset of must, get, shit, done, can't talk to anyone. That's silly. You can work smarter, not harder, which is number seven. Speaking of spending more time with loved ones, work smarter, not harder. So many of us want to be our own bosses so that we can have the freedom to spend more time with loved ones and travel and freedom to do more things we love. So allow yourself to do that, right? Because we've talked before about taking action from a place of inspiration will benefit you tenfold, whereas taking action from a place of resistance won't even have that much momentum. When you're taking action from a place of inspiration through your inner being, through that connection to the source energy that creates world, that is when things will flow. Do that for a few hours a day, four or five, six hours. You don't have to work 12 hours. If you want to, do it. That's the thing. If you totally want to, totally do it. Some days I work two hours. Some days I just want to work and do it and work, right? Just feel into it. 
completely allow yourself to work smarter, not harder, okay? Work smarter. Alignment before action, right? Number eight, follow other people on social media that are doing what you want to do. So start to ask yourself who you are looking at on a daily basis. What are you digesting in terms of social media intake, right? What are you looking at? Are you looking at people that you're comparing yourself to? Are you looking at people that you genuinely feel inspired by? Does every single person on your timeline make you feel inspired and add to your mental growth and make you just feel lit up and motivated, right? Who are you following? And if you want to be a life coach, follow life coaches, learn from them. Again, ask them for help, right? Start to cultivate that that connection with these people. Just inbox them and say, hey, I love what you're doing. Thank you for putting this information out there, right? Follow people on social media who lift you up and are doing what you want to do, okay? Number nine, have a coach, okay? Whether that's a life coach or a business coach, I cannot stress this enough. Be in a mastermind group. Do something where you have an outlet, an unbiased outlet that is not a friend or a family member that can help you stay on track and true to your goals. Because often we have a goal or an intention, but if our vibration is wonky, if we aren't in alignment, if we're struggling a little bit, right? If our mentality is not there, if we're not remembering who we really are, That is when a coach is like, hold on, hold on. No, no, that's all false. That's all bullshit. Here's the truth. Here's what's going on. Let's get back to that. What will make you feel like that? What is the truth here? What is the story underlying you not doing this and why? Let's release that. Where is it stored in your body? Let's get it out, right? So whether it's a life coach or a business coach, I really suggest having one or both. I have had both and it is so important. It really, really is. And again, it's just having that outlet to check in with someone, whether it's once a week or once a month, you know yourself, how often do you need it, right? So having a coach, so, so helpful. Number 10, so random, but I'm wearing them right now. Invest in blue light blocking glasses. This sounds kind of silly, but you guys, you're staring at your computer or your phone all day, most likely if you're starting your own business. And it's really important because I started to like get headaches and I was straining and then I got blue light blocking glasses and it really helps me because even right now when I'm looking at my screen, it's very helpful to not have these lights coming into our eyes that can affect us and just cause this digital strain. So I got mine from Pixel, P-I-X-E-L. And I've gotten a lot of questions on mine, so you can use the code. I'll put it in the show notes, but it's C-A-S-E-E, like K-C, you get it, like C, five at checkout and you'll get $5 off. So I don't get commission, but I would like you to say $5 because I love mine. So that that is my list, you guys. That is my top 10, kind of all over the place, but those are the things that I have learned. Meditation will help you sleep better at night. I, When I first started my business and was going full-time with it, I was having panic attacks at night. So can you meditate to allow yourself to sleep better and to be connected and move your body and still do things that you love and not get wrapped up in the shoulds and the hustle on the grind? Again, if you love the hustle, keep hustling. If you want to go to yoga for three hours a day, you now have that freedom. So do that and then work, right? Take as long as you need to get into alignment because from that place, source will help you to flow the actions that will 
in the most quick, fun, easy, efficient manner, get you the results you're seeking, help you fulfill your purpose, right? So two quotes, I couldn't decide on one. So I have two quotes for you guys that I want to leave you off with. And the first one that you've probably heard is, if opportunity doesn't knock, build a door. I love this. It's by Milton Berle. And it's so true because as an entrepreneur, don't get caught up in what you think you should be doing. Don't narrow your perception to one way of making money, to one way of doing things. If something's not working, do it yourself. Start over. Start a new thing, right? Again, if you listen to Richie's episode that I just put up, he almost got fired and then created a role for himself, right? If, if you're doing something and it's just not working and you're trying and you're reaching out to people and they're just not getting back to you, if it's not flowing, that's for a reason. Do it yourself. Build your own door. That's the whole point of being an entrepreneur. If opportunities aren't knocking, you start knocking. You build a door, right? You start reaching out, okay? And the other one by Stuart Davidson is entrepreneurship is living a few years of your life like most people won't so that you can spend the rest of your life like most people can't. This is true. Entrepreneurship can be very challenging, okay? That does not mean it's not worth it. It means it's challenging because you are faced with your stories and your beliefs and your vibration and your point of attraction and you must do things that other people aren't doing. You must go inward. You must really address them. You must figure out things for yourself. You must build the door, right? You must knock, okay? It's uncomfortable. It's so fucking uncomfortable sometimes, <laughs> but it's so worth it. It's so worth it. I'm sitting here talking to you, looking out at the Rocky Mountains while recording this podcast, and that's my job. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> Hashtag blessed for real though, right? Like, a lot of people, it's, it's so funny because I just don't even, if I had, if I had known a few years ago, say last year, you told me you'll be a podcast host and a life coach and having courses and working at Orange Theory and living in Colorado. I'd be like, what are you talking about? What are you saying? All right. My anxiety used to be so bad that none of this would have been a thing, but you face your, you face your shit and you allow it and you let it go and you release it and you become one with yourself and you separate from the ego and you start your business and you start knowing that your purpose is meant to be fulfilled and that your message is meant to be heard and you don't care what other people think because you are so on track, you are so aligned that all of that bounces right off of you and everything just works out because you are courageous and you are doing things that a lot of people aren't doing, you are doing it. Okay. If you become an entrepreneur, if you start your own business, you are doing it. And if you love working for someone else and that's making you happy, then you're still doing it. Right. Okay. So that is my episode for you guys on top tips for entrepreneurs. And I'm very excited. I can't wait to hear what you guys think about this. Totally. Let me know if you listen to it, tag me on Instagram, tag a friend if you think that they will benefit from it, because I would have loved to hear this (laughs) a while ago. And also just one other piece of information. I had my live Zoom call last night and I will be having another one soon, maybe next week, maybe in two weeks. And I'm also doing 
the last live round of Manifesting Your Dreams, a course on consciously creating your reality. I've had a bunch of women in the first two rounds, and this will be the last time that a coaching session is included. This will be the last time that I will be accessible via email, and I will be sending out emails through the course, and this also might be the last month that I'm doing one-on-one coaching. Things are seeming to flow away from that, so if you want to start the new year, learning about manifesting and having a coaching session, I would definitely say now is the time. And yeah, if you're just thinking of doing a single session, I would say now is the time because things seem like they're changing. So I hope you guys are having the most fabulous holiday season. And I'm very excited because the next episode, next episode that I am recording is going to be on New Year's quote unquote resolutions. And then another one on what I learned in 2018, because I think there's some important lessons that I learned that I want to share with you guys. And I also have some fun guests coming on the show in 2019. Wow, 2019. And if you guys ever have any guests that you think would be um, super coherent with this show's vibe, just let me know. I would love some suggestions. So I love you all. Thank you so much for listening. And I will talk to you soon.